You're listening to Conversion Cast, presented by Leadferno. I'm your host, Aaron Weike. Conversion Cast focuses on digital marketing and conversion, exploring the art and science to turn a lurker on your website to a lead, a browser to a buyer. Today, we look at how to elevate your meta ads with AI. My guest is Ekvila DeFazio, founder of Advertise, an award-winning social media advertising agency based in Los Angeles. Akvila is a savvy expert in e-commerce, lead gen, travel, entertainment, all using Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and other social media platforms. She's worked with A-list brands and celebrities like Johnson & Johnson, Chipotle, Postmates, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Costner, and Jewel, just to name a few. Akvila is an A-list digital marketer, so let's dive in and learn from the best. Akvila, thank you so much for joining me today on Conversion Cast. Let's start off just a, a general lay of the land. This answer could probably take an hour uh, itself, but I just kind of wanted to hear from you with all of your experience in social ads. Can you kind of bring us up to speed or give us a snapshot of recently? What ad strategies do you see for like Facebook and Instagram that are working the most or people are, are leveraging the most out there? Sure. Great question. So right now it depends on what your goals are. So if you're looking to drive traffic, do traffic campaigns. Um, but most often we find for both e-commerce and whether it's consumer or B2B uh, lead gen efforts that conversion campaigns optimize for whatever your goal is, whether it's a purchase or a lead acquisition, that tends to work really well. And what we've seen in the last six, maybe nine months, um, Meta has been consolidating a lot of its campaign types. So before there were 13 or so, but now it's down to six. So it's, you can still accomplish those various goals, but it's getting a bit more consolidated. They're, they're kind of pushing you to use their AI or the use it's under the advantage plus suite. So you have, you still have all the control that you had before with custom audiences where Meta has been known to have interest in behavioral targeting and custom audiences like lookalikes so you could find more people like your highest value you know, customer or lead. But those are starting to work less effectively in the last year, especially, um, as it wants you to use their AI to find the right people, which is great. But also, I feel like we prided ourselves as advertisers before to you know, hyper-segment different audiences and find where the goldmine is of the people most willing to convert in at the best rate. But things have changed quite a bit, and now our ads are actually doing more of the targeting than the targeting portion or the ad set level where you select your targeting. Wow, that's kind of interesting. I just know from my longtime background in SEO, when Google or someone else takes away tools or access to some information or your control in those areas, that can definitely be a little frustrating as a marketer to lose those fine-tuning knobs. Oh, Yes. <laughs> but we pivot. It keeps us uh, employed, right? <laughs> yeah, because ranting does us no good. So, all right. You you already mentioned the the platforms itself are making AI prevalent and and pushing that move. Um, and obviously, there there's no doubt, right? The easy way to put it is AI has kind of kicked down the the door, especially in the world of, of digital marketing in in the last six to twelve months. What kind of has been um, your path for yourself and your agency in? experiment and adoption? Did you run to it right away? Have you slowly made your move to it? Um, what's that been like with AI tools for your social media campaigns? 
you know, we've been talking about AI for a while now, but I feel like last year everyone jumped on the bandwagon. And I don't think it's just a bandwagon at this point. It's it's in its infancy, but the abilities that different tools present um, are intriguing to say the least. So I really started to dive in last summer. Uh, summertime tends to be a little bit easier on at least with the clients that I work with. So I had some spare time and knew that to stay ahead and be future forward with our advertising efforts, um, I was going to have to start playing some tools. So last January, so a year ago from today, I started with Jasper AI just for copywriting, just to improve certain things, write um, ad copy, landing page copy, even to refine some client reporting. And that was my first step into it. And I quickly dove in and saw the value of it. And then as the, the year progressed, and particularly in the summertime, I started playing with image, video, and other types of tools for reporting. And I found that I can... I don't have to sacrifice performance for clients using some of the things that I started playing with and brought to the table to some of our clients. And I said, here's how it can still provide value, but here's how we get better results by implementing certain things and also using in-platform or third-party tools to drive better results, but also make it more efficient for my agency. Yeah. So you mentioned Jasper. Have there been other tools that are AI tools that you've adopted since, started to play around with? Oh, yes. Swear, swear by? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I love Descript. Um, that's a, um, a video tool where you can, it has a lot of features. It's not just an AI tool. You can upload your videos, you can edit them, but you can also do AI voiceovers. You can have um, vision correction that if somebody's looking off camera, to it looks like they're still actually looking on camera, even if they're reading notes, um, different backgrounds. So just nice editing tools where I don't have an in-house design team. So for certain clients where they don't have all the resources to be um, more effective on the creative front, I'm able to help fill in those gaps with some of the tools that I use like that. I also love rose.com. I'm not affiliated with any of these, but as someone who's been excelling with Excel for since, I don't know, middle school, but then especially in my career, I've always played with Excel, but this is like Excel on steroids where I can import any data set from any channel, not just for advertising and tell it what I need. And you can use this AI function to tell me fun facts about my data where I'm not a data analyst and I know, I know what I'm looking for. And I can see trends, but to have something to help me very quickly see something that I may have missed because, you know, I only have so much time to look at the data and get lost in it. Um, that's been a really fun thing for me to pick up on certain accounts of, you know, different trends and different things in the data that I didn't see. And then the client's impressed by it. And then I can make decisions on how I want to go forward with that information and drive better results for my clients. So those have been a few of my favorite ones. Yeah. And that's really interesting because I think so many, not so much agency folks, but definitely in-house marketers sometimes really struggle with the creative side, whether it's um, copy or imagery. Obviously, the web has become such a visual mm -hmm. um, video, especially so I'm guessing these tools can really help you add motion and bring emotion and find some of the right elements or give you ideas you didn't even think of and easy ways to, to create them to make these ads so much more compelling. Yes. Um, and then the image front. So, you know, there's Canva. I feel like a lot of people use Canva, yep. especially small businesses that uh, ChatGPT4 now has, you can connect those two together and instead of browsing through templates and looking for something similar to what you want and then editing it, you can just tell it through chat GPT what you want and Canva will produce that a lot quicker. So I've also found that to be very effective. Yeah, that's awesome. I even let we, 
uh, recently gave our homepage a complete makeover after like, oh, so sad to say, almost three years of looking the same, right? So busy doing other things. And I was finally like, oh, I can't, I need to look at this better. But our like main hero image, I've long been an opponent, you know, not in favor of stock photos. Um, but we're also not at the point where we can send a camera person to our customers, you know, mm-hmm. We probably could, but definitely haven't. But use Dolly to to create our hero image um, and put those things in there. So yeah, it it continues to amaze me the things that we can create and how much more normal it's becoming. I see it within people creating content socially, blog posts, things like that, and the amount of images that they're creating to use for those instead of stock photography sites. Yeah, it's really come a long way in a short period of time. Yeah. Are you using Facebook, Instagram, or other social media campaigns to drive traffic to your website? You hooked them, then what? It's a lifeless cold contact form, right? You can use Leadferno to engage prospects easily via SMS chat right from your website. Leadferno even integrates with Facebook Messenger. So if you add that call to action for that prospect to message you, Leadferno can answer those leads instantly with our auto replies, and then you can engage with that prospect with our full feature set. Start a free trial for your business or become an agency partner by visiting leadferno.com. Can you share with us uh, a couple of these AI additions and where you're seeing it deliver the biggest gains? You recently gave a talk at Brighton um, SEO in their first uh, conference here, here stateside. I uh, wish I would have been able to attend that. I want to attend Brighton SEO over the pond is what yeah. I really want to get to. Um, but, you know, I saw in your slides there, you really had some things broken down on kind of the different levels and where it's helping, um, you know, automate, enhance, optimize some of those things. Can can you talk to some of that for a bit? Sure. So on Meta, uh, Facebook, Instagram, in the campaign level, um, there's not too much to do there with AI, but they have really kind of pushed um, Advantage Plus shopping campaigns. So if you're on the e-commerce side of things, that type of campaign we've seen work really well to drive better results, um, drive more sales at a lower cost at a higher return. Um, So you give more control over to the system to figure out where your customers are. Um, If you're not in e-commerce, we have, it's not AI based, but the system has really changed to where you need to have fewer campaigns than we used to have where before I'd have, I don't know, dozens and dozens of campaigns for certain client accounts where everything would be hyper segmented. But now we're seeing that, you know, post iOS 14, it's gotten very complicated to retarget as effectively. It still works, but not as well to get warmer audiences to come back because a lot of people have opted out of tracking. Um, you know, pixels aren't as reliable as they used to be, at least on the advertising front. So we found other ways to find those people, but now it's just bundling everything together and telling the system that here's the goal, go find these people for me. So consolidating and simplifying your account to just a couple of campaigns is where we're at currently. So you don't have to do as much as we used to in that sense. And in the ad set level where we typically select our budget, our optimization goals, um, our targeting, our ad placements, it's also gotten more refined there. So they recommend using Advantage Plus audiences. And what that is, is that's using Meta's AI to find those people for you. But you can add an optional suggestion of what we found through running tests for uh, various clients that if you add that in that optional suggestion of who your target audience is, consider that like buckshot. So I 
I found that testing people that engaged with previous organic posts or your previous ads on Facebook and or Instagram, that suggestion audience has yielded the best results because Meta will say, here's a good starting point. I'm going to hit these people first. And then as I learn their, all the, the data points of who these customers are, I will seek out more or the AI is going to seek out more people like that. So it kind of works like a, um, like a lookalike custom audience, but less steps involved. You just select, you click the one little box and then you add in that suggestion. And that seems to work really well lately. And then the ad level, Meta launched three new um, AI features for the first time last May in 2023. So that includes um, writing ad copy for you. So if you don't have access to ChatGPT or Jasper or any of those other copywriting tools, you can put in an original piece of copy in there and then it'll provide you up to six recommendations of alternatives. So you can select those, you can edit them. But what I've seen is that it'll start including a lot of hashtags in it. It'll include emojis. So if that's not on brand for you, clean it up. <laughs> but the weird thing is that they've conditioned us to not put copy and use valuable space for messaging to say, click here or click below or click the link to get started. I'm like, well, I feel like people are savvy at this point of being on the internet that you know that you click on something to let it take you somewhere else, especially when there's a call to action button. So the fact that Meta is telling you to put that in the ad copy is a little unusual. So I would definitely refine that before you publish anything. But having multiple options for ad copy can help yield better results because it'll serve and understand who, which one works best. And then you can optimize from that. And with images, if you're using shopping campaigns, sorry, there's, there's a lot of stuff that happened the last few months. Yeah. So long story long, you can also update your images and use different backgrounds that the AI can generate, but it's in its infancy. And with Shopping Plus campaigns, it can put different types of patterns and backgrounds behind your products, but you don't have any control on what kind it is. And it will provide you on reporting to understand which ones work best or did not. So you can try it for fun, but there's no way to tell if it's giving you a lift or not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. As someone I, I shared to you before we hit record, just how far removed I am from paid social and things like that from my agency days in listening to all that, there's something that's like, wow, this makes me realize how much like AI's fingerprints are kind of all over the entire process from creation to optimization to reporting, yeah, you know, everything else. So that's just a, like, okay, it's not a, should I, it's a, you will need to. Um, yes. <laughs> and finding the right things in the right ways seems incredibly important. Yeah. Can you touch on a, a couple of examples of recent campaigns where these new processes and some of the things that you're doing with AI, you have seen enhance those in their outcome or their performance? Sure. Uh, before I dive into that, I did mention there was three changes. So in the ad level, the third one that um, I wanted to mention is that if you don't have a lot of creative or you don't have a designer or a design team or whatever it may be to provide the proper specs for your creatives and your ads, Meta's third new AI launch is that it can fill in the pixels to fill in the space more optimally for those different ad placements if you don't have the right specs for images. So we found that to be also very helpful for some of our smaller clients. Oh my gosh, yeah. Please fix stuff for me. I don't know how to fix. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a great feature. I wish that would come into a lot of other pieces of software, our own included. So that, that's awesome. Thanks for including that. One day, no problem. But to answer yeah. your follow-up question, uh, yes. So with 
one of our lead gen clients, um, they have a higher price product for homes, um, specifically just because it doesn't really make sense financially for apartments, but, um, we feed their sales team leads and then they sell to a customized product. And by simplifying our account structure, by allowing Meta to have more decision-making power to serve our ads to who it thinks it's best because it has so much data that we don't have as advertisers. Um, by trusting the system with a grain of salt, <laughs> um, by allowing it to do that, and then uh, using ad copy generators, image generators for this client since they don't have a design team, I've been able to create better ads for them in the last six months. And doing that has yielded many more leads. We've decreased our cost per lead significantly. And as an agency owner, um, I've reduced my time working in the account from Q3 to Q4 by about 55%. So I'm not sacrificing anything in terms of the effectiveness of their campaigns. We're actually doing better. So the client's happy, but I'm also happy because I'm able to focus more on strategy and you know, being a creative strategist for them and finding other ways to spend my time to give value to the client. And that's also opened up a lot of doors for me to take on more consulting clients. So it's helped my business grow. So it's been a win-win. And similar for another e-commerce client, uh, they're spending about 30K a month. They sell children's toys. Uh, We saw similar results where we used uh, the Advantage Plus shopping campaign that I mentioned, where it's specifically for e-commerce where we're targeting certain people that the AI determines are most likely to buy this product. And by simplifying the account structure, by implementing ASC or Advantage Plus shopping campaigns and really doing what the system's kind of guiding us to do and trusting it, um, testing out has proved to be fruitful just because we're driving more sales and we increase their return uh, significantly. I think we were at like a 1.5 before and um, we're up to like a 3.5 now in the last couple of months and excluding the holidays. So that was really great. The client was pleased with that. But then also for myself, I think um, from what I recall, we had uh, a 49% reduction in account management time. So again, I was able to spend more time doing other things for my business and for my other clients as well for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm jealous. Anytime you get um, better results in less work or less time, like that's, that's pretty awesome. I, I I do not have that hack yet, so I need to figure that out. But that's that's really awesome to hear. Yeah, a significant part of that was that Rose.com um, AI tool that I mentioned for reporting. Yep, that has saved me a, most of that time reduction was because I was more efficient with my reporting uh, summaries and also just pulling the data and having some valuable things to contribute to the client on a weekly and a monthly basis. Yeah, I can selfishly say I already had written that one down when you mentioned <laughs> to look into it. I've used ChatGPT for um, some of those uh, things where trying to break stuff down, just giving it a bunch of raw data and ask, you know, ask it to tell me <laughs> what are things that are uh, occurring often, how many times, what are the leaders, what are the outliers, uh, things like that. But this sounds like this is really customized towards those kind of data sets. So I'll, I'll, I have spreadsheets waiting to be better understood. So I'm going to check that one out for sure. Awesome. Good luck. Have fun. Hey, thanks. Since you mentioned some of those uh, success stories and on this podcast, I always like to be all inclusive of businesses of any size. And I think this really holds true with um, when I zoom out and I look at the the major players, I I think uh, Facebook 
um, over time, you know, now Meta has done such a better job at making their ad products approachable, right? That's been the biggest win, um, especially when they created just being able to boost posts and, and things like that compared to setting up a, you know, a Google paid campaign, AdWords, um, some of the other things. It's getting a little easier with their local service ads and, and things like that. Um, but that's obviously one of the advantages. So that leads a lot of small businesses to uh, creating and putting these ads out there all by themselves um, in-house. And you've kind of already touched on, I think people can start to see they can use AI to make their ads better, make the uh, creative better. Is there anything that you can see that the, the two most common I always see is either they're driving people to their website um, or they're prompting them to message the business to start a conversation. Is there anything that you can share as broad range tips for people on like types of visuals, um, you know, ad copy, call to action? What, what might that be to help these people that, yeah, it's really easy to put out there, but I actually, you know, it's all about results. Sure. It's all about getting a conversion of that website visit in a conversion or a conversation started with how, how can you uh, help that small business owner or marketer? Yeah. So when it comes to creative, whether you have images or videos, I guess I'll start with images, anything with a bright color or bold color to stand out amidst the black or the white backgrounds of the apps that usually helps just to naturally draw someone in or stop thumb scrolling. I've noticed that pictures with smiling women, no matter what service or product we're selling, we're showing men, Pictures and uh, creative with women that are smiling tend to do a lot better, not in terms of just click-through rate or interest in the ad, but also to drive more conversions, whether that's leads or purchases, whatever it may be for your business. For videos, try to keep them short. But if you have some great information to share, put the kind of front load the video with who you are, what you're offering, like how you can help that person see in that video. And people are going to drop off soon after, regardless of how interesting, entertaining it might be. But there are people that do stick around until the end. So if you have a longer message to tell, run longer ads. We're, we're seeing some where like, typically we've seen like uh, 15 seconds or less work best. But I'm also seeing, depending on the type of content, that 30 to 45 second videos also do very, very well, especially on the lead gen side of things. If you're looking for people to learn more about your business and how you can truly help them, People are willing to watch more, understand more if it's going to truly benefit them. And you put your best foot forward in the first three seconds of the video. Um, also try to use some vivid colors, bold colors. That typically helps um, overlay text, adding captions, just because some people might be watching videos where they can't hear or they might be hearing impaired or they might be at work and they can't have their sound on. So yep. always just be cognizant if you're, you know, Touching all bases, uh, textually, visually, and acoustically, whether that's visually or through um, audibly in your video content. And then just be concise with your messaging in the actual ad copy that you're writing in the headlines and the descriptions. Get to the point faster and emphasize what the call to action is, even though there's a call to action button. But make it easy and intuitive and seamless for somebody to click your ad, understand what's going to happen next when they click that ad. And you send them to the proper landing page, not just to the homepage and expect them to browse around and look for that product or how to contact you. So think about the user experience when you're creating your ads. Um, you mentioned messenger ads. And with those, you'll have to set up some canned questions where the bot can actually you know, start asking and dwindle down, how, do that, how does that person get in touch with you? So ask them like, how, hi, how can I help you today? 
just be warm and inviting. So they want to send you that message and not just waste your money by clicking on that ad and then bouncing from it. Um, ask them if they want to learn about new products or services, if they want to get a free quote or an estimate, and then let it go into your inbox. And then you can have a real person continue that conversation, maybe even close that sale, whatever that process is for your business. But messenger ads are a really great way to get someone that is more interested to already start to speak with you. Yeah, awesome. There's two, two things that really stood out to me and a number of things that you shared there. Thank you for all that. What One is... You know, it made me think from both when you talked about your case study in a business that might be home services. Here's an industry, and it's one that we work with a lot, that has such a great like before and after opportunity, right? It's a house painter. It's a kitchen remodeler. It's a garage organizing system. It's a, a lawn service where, um, and you already have like this playbook from so many like TikTok videos and things like that of how people tackle things and reorganize or change it or, or remake it. And if just, you know, with their own phones, you can take good enough video to have five seconds of before you started the project when you're quoting it, and then five seconds of the finished. And then you're using one of these AI tools to create a great, you know, interstitial between the two transition that has some pop, some flair, the text layout, you know, take this into this, right? Like mm -hmm. enable to set, yeah, where you're at sucks. We can get you to a dream state. So I think that's really important. And the other one that um, really grabbed me, and again, probably selfishly, because it's how my brain works, is you're talking about the ad experience. And I think so many people fail on that um, because they're not thinking through what's it like when you click on our ad and what's that experience like? And are we setting the tone for them? Um, especially, you know, selfishly, here's where I look at it like, we are putting forth a tool that helps a business be more conversational in their conversion instead of an all or nothing. Either request an estimate or say you're going to buy or don't do anything. Where we very much preach like, be interested, ask questions, we're friendly, we want to answer them. And so in your ad copy, when you're able to say like, we just want to answer some questions to see if this is a good fit for you or to show you what we could do for you instead of a buy now, fill out 12 fields, all those other kind of things. Yeah. I, I think that's huge. So I love those. Uh, and I think those, those are great tips. Two questions uh, in closing. Interesting enough, uh, with AI tools, it all starts at the beginning with prompts. That obviously determines what you are going to uh, get out of your end result when you're using these tools. Do you have any tips to share regarding prompts? Let's just say regarding like ad copy and, and things like that. What would you share for people on what to consider when you're writing these prompts? Um, what, what should you be using to get the most out of these AI tools? Great question. Um, the more information you give a prompt, the better results you're going to get. So tell the tool that you are a business owner, you're an advertiser, you're uh, a search engine uh, marketer, anything like that to give it a role. Then what kind of tone do you want it to be empathic? Do you want it to be sarcastic, professional, whatever that may be? So it knows which tone to write it in and then tell it what you need. Um, be very direct. So I need two sentences or five bullet points on, um, you know, this type of format, uh, a PDF or a creative or just text, anything like that, and then tell it what you want it to do to give it a little bit more information. If you're having trouble writing prompts, this is new to you. There's some great tools out there. There's a free tool from Triple Whale. If you just Google Triple Whale e-commerce prompt generator, it's not just for e-commerce, but you just fill out a few fields and it can generate really good prompts for you for free. 
Then if you're using Jasper AI, they have a new enhanced prompt feature. So in their chat area, you can tell it what you need. But if you have a very short prompt and you need something more descriptive, but you're having trouble uh, writing it out, you can click that one button and it's going to give you a longer, more detailed and actually really well-written prompt. And you can just take that and plug it into your other tools. Awesome. All right. I am going to have to be putting a lot of links to all these great tools you're sharing in the show notes. So rest assured, people, um, you don't have to figure these out. I will link to them in the show notes uh, because Akvila has definitely shared a lot of great ones. My final question, I always like to give you some superpowers. So let's say Meta comes to you and says, Akvila, what do we need to build next regarding AI? Or someone else says we want to build this AI tool that would help make social ads and campaigns all the better. What what would that be if you had that power or you had that wish? What do you want granted? What do you want to see next? Um, maybe just selfishly because I'm trying to do more reels type of video content and learn how to yep. do that myself and not just tell clients how to do it, which I can do that because I know what works and what kind of angles. And I come from a very artistic background, but I'm having trouble to do it very quickly. So if it could have a built-in tool within the ad platform to make, it has a few templates currently, but if it has an AI option to make those better, that's currently my top wish list there. All right, Meta, you heard it. AI Reels, make it happen for her <laughs> so she can make more great content, sell more of your ads. Like it, it all works out, right? <laughs> like the, the more you can do, the more Meta is going to benefit, right? <laughs> All right, Agvila, this was uh, great. This is exactly why I had you on here. Like so much information shared, a ton of great tools, um, but really more more than uh, anything, I think you helped shape some great uh, strategies and some ways to people to look into things. I, I always love to share one of my favorite sayings. I wish I could properly uh, attribute it. I don't know where <laughs> it came from, but it's a fool with a tool is still a fool. Uh, so I think it's just great to have the right mindset when you jump in, especially with these AI tools, both you know, on the front end, the right tools, the prompts, how you're using it. And then just as you discussed, like reviewing what it kicks out and making sure it's still the right human thing done the right way, isn't wasting time on some of the basics uh, and, and things like that. So uh, all of those have definitely been covered. So if people want to connect more uh, with this insight and the great things that, that you're sharing, uh, where else on the web can they stalk and continue to learn from you? <laughs> you can find me at advertise.com or on LinkedIn with my first and last name or on Twitter as well, or X with my first and last name. All right. And I will link to those in the show notes as well. Akvila DeFazio, thank you so much for joining Conversion Cast. This was great and we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you.